Our country's political landscape is polarized to the point that we rarely hear each other. Larry Sharp has traveled the country and has personally visited every county in New York State, listening to people's concerns. The Sharp Way is a show where answers, solutions, and common ground can be found so that together we can forge a new way forward. The Sharp Way is the way to mutual respect, where no one has to convert to be heard, because you can be as liberal or as conservative as you want, as long as you aren't forcing your beliefs on others. Welcome to Sharp Way Radio. Oh, yes, it is Larry Sharp, WYSL, Rochester, New York, Sharp Way Radio. So happy to have you with me for a little chunk of your afternoon. You can call me directly if you want to, right after the first break, 585-346-3000. You know, I've been talking a lot about little things in politics, little things that one might not think are that important, but man, they wind up being. I'm going to give you something that might not seem that important. But it's the idea of gerrymandering. Is gerrymandering that important? Come on, Larry. Vote left, vote right. Do your thing. Where I live in Queens, and many of you know that I live in the belly of the beast, all three of my representatives, both at the city level, the state level, and the federal level, are members of the DSA. DSA. The Democratic Socialists of America. You might say, Larry, what do you expect? You're in, you're in New York City. Point taken. Yes, that, that's accurate. I mean, what did I expect? Did I expect a bunch of conservative Republicans to be in my area? No, I didn't. But in case you didn't know, in my specific area, they haven't run a candidate, the Republicans haven't, in 20 years. Sorry, not 20 years, 10 years. They did run a candidate about 10 or 12 years ago. And when they did, that candidate got beaten by 70 points. 70. Not 17. 7 0. 85 to 15. Slaughtered. So they don't bother running. You might say, Larry, well, why don't better people get on the ballot? Because the district has been gerrymandered and dis- disgruntled all over the place. So that now they ensure a Democrat will always win. The city is that way. When Cuomo was governor, I'm sorry, when Cuomo was king, I, when, when the emperor was a male, not a female, we had emperor, not empress. When King Cuomo, second of his name, was in charge of New York, <coughs> excuse me, he openly said in New York City, we're going to have an election in June to find out who the mayor is. Say, wait a minute, Larry. Election's in November. It is. The primary's in June. He knew that whoever wins the Democratic primary wins the mayor. That's it. That part is a serious part that we deal with here. A problem that now parties pick voters. Voters don't pick parties. That is a problem. If we are going to have a democracy, we can't have that. You might say, well, no no problem, Larry. Here's what we'll do. We will just redistrict. 
and we'll make it fair. We'll just do that. That makes sense in theory. I like that idea. We tried that in New York. For those you don't know, if you're out there listening or watching from outside of New York, New York State lost so many people that we lost the congressional seat. That's how fast they're running away from us. In fact, they had to make sure, they literally had to make sure that they counted people who were undocumented or literally they, we would have lost two. We would have actually lost two people. That is how bad it is. <coughs> what actually happened, what actually happened is they redistricted so that, in theory, to make it fairer for the next session, because we lost a congressional district. The Democrats were so bad at this. I'm not joking. They were so bad at this that they actually shifted so bad that a judge had to say, guys, come on. I'm part of the system and I can't buy this. The Democrats, instead of trying to make it fairer so that more Republicans could be on the ballot in New York State, they made it to where they could just district out more Republicans. They might say, what? Yes. They made it to where they redistricted out more Republicans. And it was so blatant, so obvious, that even Democratic judges were like, dude, I can't do this. This is terrible. This, by the way, is one of the reasons why Lee Zeldin ran for governor. He was afraid he'd be redistricted to where he wouldn't be able to win his seat because he wasn't the popular congressman. So he thought, ah, I'll run for governor, lose my seat, who cares? I'll go grift and buy myself a job at a pack someplace. That was his thought process. By the way, an accurate thought process and actually worked. So he left. I'm going to go run for governor, go steal some money, and go get a job. Well done, Lee Zeldin. But what happens to us? Well, people said, we're so happy that Lee Zeldin ran because he ran and we got all these extra seats. No. What happened is the Democrats were so greedy, their hubris was so high that a judge said, I can't do this. This is just, I can't just redistrict out five Republicans. I just can't do it. And I'm a Democrat and I can't do it. That's what a judge was like. I can't do it. So instead, what winds up happening is a judge stops it. Another independent group redistricts and redistricts out Democrats. Yes, that is why the Republicans gained the House. Because of redistricting. That is why gerrymandering matters. It literally is the reason why the Republicans control, control the House. You will often hear them say, Republicans say, thank you, New York. For giving us the house. Yes, thank you, judges who redistricted <laughs> so that it could be a bit, you know, fairer and redistrict out Democrats. That actually happened. Well, Democrats aren't dumb. They're not. They understand the system. So they're like, wait a minute. We got, we took a little bit of our own medicine. That didn't taste good. I don't like how that tastes. So what I'm going to do now is I am now going to redistrict again. And that's happening now. Now it's happening. And Republicans, 
you might be in trouble. I'm just telling you, you might be in trouble. If, if Democrats can redistrict back, back so they can throw Republicans off, you can guarantee they will. They won't try to actually have better policies. They won't actually try to be fairer. They won't actually try to do the right thing. They will try to use the system to get rid of the unnecessary voters. Those people who think on their own, we can't have those. They get in the way of our grifting. So we gotta get rid of them. So we will now redistrict again. That's happening, I think, this week or next week. It's happening right now. They're literally redistricting the state again to ensure Democrats will be back clearly in power, not only in the state, but also, but also in the Congress. If we see Democrats taking charge again, a lot of that's going to be directly because of New York's redistricting. And why do I tell you this? Because the vast majority of people who heard me say this had no idea it was even happening. The vast majority of people who are hearing me say this didn't know what happened back in 2022. They never saw it coming, didn't get it, didn't think it mattered. And under the wire, the Democrats got too greedy. Don't get me wrong. They're still greedy. But even as a level, that is just too far for everybody. Like, you can't have all everything. You got to give somebody a slice. They were like, no slices for anybody. No one gets a slice. With that in mind, they decided, okay, we'll give you a slice. <laughs> you took too many slices. You get to have one slice. That's what you get. So the issue here is as they make that change, will we do anything? Will we care? Will anyone notice? Will I be the only voice screaming that this stuff matters? I've been talking about gerrymandering. I've been talking about districting for years. Why do I spend so much time talking about third parties? So many times talking about independent parties. Because if you have an independent party, a third party at all, a real third party, obviously I want it to be libertarian. I am blatantly biased. But I would take another one. I would want libertarian. I would take any. Because once you have a third party, gerrymandering begins to fail. The reason why the Dems and Republicans, the legacy parties, keep gerrymandering is because it works. If it didn't work, they wouldn't bother. Democrats tried it in 2022. It bit them in the rear end. Republicans took advantage of it. I'm not mad at them for it. Democrats are trying to get them. Republicans got them back. Okay, that's fair. You're both scamming the system. I shouldn't even say scamming. I'm wrong. You're both using the system the way you designed it to scam each other. I'll, maybe that's better. So yeah, you're both doing that. And now Democrats trying again. Republicans, all I can say is one thing for you. Good luck. I hope you are able to defend yourself. But for everybody else out there who is worried, the answer is breaking the legacy parties. The answer is voting independent, voting third party. Do that. And eventually, you will find a change. Am I crazy? Am I uh, nitpicking? You tell me, 585-346-3000.
Larry Sharp, Sharpway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. Back with your calls and your chat after the break. Introducing a sobering and unavoidable truth. The latest advancements in artificial intelligence have made cyber attacks easier than ever before. Cyber criminals are relentlessly targeting your business right now, seeking the tiniest opening in your defenses to drain your accounts and steal sensitive data. Your finances and your customers' trust are on the line. Call the experts at Simple Tech Innovations now at 585-999-TECH to secure your business today. Don't wait until it's too late. Make the call today. 585-999-TECH. To live the quality of life we deserve in truth and freedom, informed by our Constitution, our laws, and traditions, we need to pick the best leaders possible. Recent experience certainly illustrates that. Free and accurate elections are essential if we're going to restore our society and safeguard our rights. New York Citizens Audit is a volunteer, nonpartisan group which has been lobbying for open-source audits of the State Board of Elections and reform of the electoral process statewide. Did you know Citizens Audit has uncovered over 1 million felony violations of election law? that in 2020 there were 625,000 more voter registrations than existing voting age citizens in just six New York counties, that there were 338,000 more votes cast than voters who voted. These are just a few shocking examples of the urgent need for reform. You can help. Visit AuditNY.com and learn the facts, how to volunteer, and make a difference in your community. Again, volunteer, donate, or spread the word. Start at AuditNY.com. That's AuditNY.com. Sharpway Radio on the WYSL stations. Oh, yes. It is Larry Sharp. Here, Sharpway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. 585-346-3000. I've been talking about something that most people think is small, which is gerrymandering. We often think that it's only important for our local city or county or whatever the case may be, but no, it affects everything. It affects everything to include our Congress. And they will use this kind of warfare back and forth against each other and not try to just have better candidates or better ideas. And it gets to a point where, and you're seeing it across the country, where one side is simply not even bothering to run a candidate. The time and money and energy it takes to just get slaughtered in a gerrymandered district is useless. And I'll go to New York State. I'm sorry, New York City. New York City. In New York City, Republicans will often run a candidate. Why? Why would you run a candidate in New York City, Republicans? You're not going to win, right? The last Republican we had was Bloomberg, who's Democrat. Right? We haven't had Republicans since Giuliani. Right? And he wasn't a hardcore Republican then. He was a Republican, but he was much more liberal Republican than most. And Bloomberg wasn't really a Republican. He was just a name. He was really a Democrat. So we haven't had a, a Republican in decades. And our last mayor was a literal socialist. Communist. Literally. So why would you run? You run in a gerrymandered district because you want to get enough press, enough name recognition, so you can run locally and win. 
Malamakis here in New York. That's what she did. They threw Curtis Sliwa up last time because nobody else wanted it. Don't get me wrong. I, I happen to be a Curtis Sliwa fan. You know, a lot of people don't like him. I do. He ran because he'll take one for the team. He wasn't going to win. It's bad. <clears throat> Let me grab, if I could, some of the chat. Campbell says, watching live from Illinois. Oh, thank you, Campbell. I appreciate that. Yes, I do appreciate that. Michael Voss is watching. He says, afternoon, Larry. So how corrupt will New York politics become? Can Dems eliminate three Republicans from Congress? People they can't beat by vote. It's voter nullification. Michael, I cannot tell you how right you are. And again, I'm not a Republican. I'm a Libertarian, right? But fair is fair. If the Democrats want to beat Republicans, to your point, they should beat them by voters. Makes sense. And in my district, they do, right? In Queens, you're not going to have many Republicans. I get it. That's who moved here. That's who's here. I'm not mad about that. I'm mad that they're purposely gerrymandering to make there's no chance whatsoever to where they don't even bother running anybody. That is voter nullification. If the Democrats want to beat Republicans, beat them in an election. I agree. No worries. Do it. Have better policies. Have better candidates. Whatever the case may be. Using this is, I think, morally wrong. But to be forward, it's fine because it's the system they made. They're screwing each other. And what, they, what Democrats would do to Republicans here in New York State, Republicans would do to Democrats in Oklahoma. Right? Doesn't matter. Absolutely. So, yes. Austin says, happy Tuesday, Larry. It's my birthday. Your present to me is having a video today. Thank you for always coming on. Larry, you're awesome. Aw, Austin, thank you. That's amazing. Joe says, I only got beat by 50 points in my U.S. House race by the incumbent Republican. Joe, you're killing it, man. Better than my last guy. I mean, I, I tease people because when I say 70, they often think I said 17. No, that is how deep blue they've gerrymandered. And here's the worst part. Where I live in Queens, you don't have to gerrymander it. I live in New York City. Most people are Democrats. It's six to one Democrat to New York. I'm sorry, Democrat to Republican in New York City. Most districts, not all, most are heavily Democratic. You don't have to make sure. They went to a point towards 85-15. That's just cruel, right? That's just mean at that point. I mean, come on. So your point is well taken, Joe. I appreciate that completely. Ken said, didn't they use redistricting in 2022 to wipe candidate petitions clean and make it impossible for third-party candidates to get in the ballot? Ken, thank you for bringing up this nuance. And some of you may not get this, but I'm going to try to explain it to you. When you need to get in the ballot as a third party, there are often rules on how, what time, from what district, from what area, you have to get petitions. The district in New York was so bad that there was one guy here who was trying to get in the ballot. He spent time, money, energy, took time off from work to go out and petition. He went and petitioned. They changed the districts during the petitioning period. So at the end of his petitioning period, they said, oh, we've changed districts. You don't have to go out again and redo all your signatures. 
You couldn't do it. Didn't have the time or the money or the energy. And nobody cared. And people said, well, Larry, you third parties should be able to get in the ballot. When they use this, look, this guy wasn't a billionaire. He was a lawyer. He made decent money. Wasn't poor, decent money, right? But can't just take off months out of his life and not work. Most of us can't do that. He took his vacation time so he could go out and petition on the streets and get petitions and get signatures. Did it. Spent time, money, energy. They said, yeah, no thanks. Ken is right. I'm, I'm surprised you remember that, that story, Ken. Well done. And he's gone. During my election, when I got sued off the ballot by my friendly Republicans and conservatives who sued me off the ballot in 2022, they sued me. One of the things they sued me on was not being able to get 500 signatures from at least half of the congressional districts. That is a rule in New York State. And when I said I couldn't do that, because there literally were none. It was removed by a judge. During my petitioning season, they had no, no districts. Literally, they none existed. You couldn't use the old ones because we lost a district and the new ones were thrown out. There was no district. So how could I do it? Physically impossible. They didn't care. Threw me off the ballot anyway. Gerrymandering really matters. It destroys the two-party system and destroys the third-party system to break the two-party system. It is a real thing. And Ken, thank you so much for remembering that and bringing that up. Somebody cared. Again, I'll say it again. Most of you didn't even know that happened. Wouldn't imagine that that would happen at all. So yes. Another person who user has been banned for naughty words. That's his name. Don't use naughty words. People being informed and not just sucking the crafted narratives around events would help. You know, people say that all the time. And I got to be forward. There's a lot of people out here who are busting their rump trying to just survive day to day. Many of them work multiple jobs or have a side hustle. They got family, friends, all kind of responsibilities. And now I'm asking them to do a bunch of homework. It's hard. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. But I am saying it's challenging. It's harder and harder for people to be able to get the right information they need to not just take a crafted narrative, right? Or to know the people who are going to try to give them an uncrafted narrative. Look, I try my best to not craft it. I do. I try my best. But I'm biased too. I wish I wasn't. And I do actively try to not be. That's true. I do try. But I'm still a libertarian. And I'm still going to have that spin. Right? I'm still a third party guy. I'm still going to have that spin on what I say. I just hope that because I'm honest and forward and transparent about it, that you can go, okay, I get, yep, I see where I was going, and I see his bias, and I see his spin. I hope you agree with my bias. I hope you agree with my spin. But that is where I come from. I'm, if you've noticed, you don't hear me coming from a Republican side or a Democratic side. You don't see me doing that. I tend to attack Democrats more because they're running my state, but I hit Republicans too. 
more Democrats because they are running my state. But I'm coming at it not from Republican side. I'm coming at it from an independent party, third party, libertarian party side. So I also have a narrative. Agreed. I just hope I, I hope I'm more transparent. How about that? I hope I am more transparent. Morgan asks, how will new districts affect libertarians? Last time I screwed over Jonathan Howe in AOC's writing. Yes, thank you. Jonathan Howe was the guy that Kenneth was talking about. Jonathan Howe was the, is the lawyer. I didn't know if I wanted to say it publicly, but you just did. So yes, his name was Jonathan Howe, great guy. He was the one who got screwed up by it, completely true. We're all getting screwed by it, Morgan. Not just Jonathan, it is a big deal. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, Sharpway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. Back with your calls and more of your chat. I see you keep chatting after the break. Sharpway Radio on the WYSL stations. Yes, Larry Sharp is back here on Sharpway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. 585-346-3000 is the number to chat with me directly. You guys are really taking this gerrymandering thing a lot deeper than I thought you would. And I'm happy about this. I'm not complaining. I really thought I'd be doing something kind of off the wall and you'd be like, Larry, what are you talking about? Let's go do something else. So let's go. Why are you doing this to me? Talk about how bad New York City is like you always do. And that's what I usually do is about how bad New York City is. I know a lot of you are tuning in for let's hear how bad New York City is. I know. But you guys are taking this seriously. And it just goes to show the people who listen to this show are people who are paying attention, right? The, the gentleman earlier, I'll call him user. He's about people, you know, not accepting the narratives. Well, I think you've got to pay attention. Otherwise you don't, right? If you don't pay attention, you hear what your cool TikTok friend told you or whatever, that's all you listen to. And whatever they say is true. But when you pay attention, you can see a difference. <clears throat> um, Mike says, in 2022, Dems like Josh Raleigh, sorry, Riley, ran in three different districts as a Lions chase. I remember that, Mike. I do remember that. Collecting money everywhere, using the same message against every Republican, it confused voters and was embarrassing. And there are so many bad parts about that, Mike. You have hit multiple things that are bad on this one. The first one is, he's collecting money in every district which means some people are giving him money for nothing, right? And what I mean by that is, look, whenever you give money to a politician, there's a chance they lose. It's a chance you're throwing, you know, your, your money away. Absolutely, of course, of course. But if he's not even in your district, it doesn't matter if he wins or not. You're throwing money at the wrong guy. And I'm sure he knew that. They knew what was happening. So to your point, he went around collecting money, Thanks for all the money, guys. Thanks, suckers. And now I can spend time attacking Republicans, which again, 
I don't mind a Democrat attacking Republicans. He's supposed to. That part's fine. The part, the part that's the problem is the fraud. That's the, the, the bad part is the fraud. So it's fraud because he knew. People are throwing their money away versus supporting someone they believe in. And lastly, to your point, the voters are now confused. Some of them thought he was going to be in a ballot, and he's not. Some of them are like, why the hell is this guy in my ballot? And he is. So what do they do? And this is the problem that most people who aren't in politics don't always get. If people are confused, they do one of two things. They don't show up at all, or they just do what they're told. That's it. And boy, the legacy parties like that. This goes directly against what users talking about. I'm confused, so I'll just do what I'm told, or I'm going to check out. And I think that actually was his task. So your last part, Mike, I disagree with. <clears throat> he says it was embarrassing. Nope. That was the point. No embarrassment there. He was good with it. You were right the whole way through to the end. It wasn't embarrassing. It was perfectly done. The showman does the job exactly how the showman was supposed to. That's the only piece I'm going to give you a little pushback on, Mike. The rest, you're right in the money. Morgan asks, does the 500 cigs per district apply to presidential petitions too? Need to get my PA folks over. Yes, indeed it does. Yes, it does. Any statewide election. Yes, it does. That's how New York State works. I wish it didn't, but it does. So thank you for that. I appreciate you caring. Frank says, sorry for joining late. <clears throat> But how do you see the New York Congressional District debacle ending? I think Mike is right that the Democrats will try to get rid of three or four Republicans by redistricting. I think they won't get that. I think they will back off and get one or two. I, I believe it. I could be wrong. Because while Democrats are greedy, they're not dumb. Since they're not dumb, without question, all they're going to do is instead of uh, in, in, instead of going for all five, they'll just go for one or one or two, and they'll probably get the one or two. That that's what I would assume. They'll probably get the one or two. So that would be that would be my 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 thought process in that one. So, any case, I hope I answered your your question. So um, I feel like. I'm getting some notes that I may have lost audio. All right, let me see if I can reconnect here real fast. Excuse me, guys. I, I don't know if I've lost audio. Let me see if I can reconnect here. Tell me, chat. We do have audio. There we go. I'm glad we are back. All good. Let me answer that question, if I could. The question that was asked was, what do I think will happen with, what, what do I think will happen with the congressional districts? I think, as I said, I believe that Democrats have learned their lesson. Again, they're greedy, but they're not stupid. So I think without question, they will not go for all five. They will go for one or two and probably get it. That is my, that is my gut on what will happen at the end. Republicans will lose a couple of seats, but not all of them one or two. I think that will happen. So there we go. I hope that was true. Valerie said, loud and clear the whole time. Thank you, Valerie. You were listening. I appreciate it. Juan says, I'm already saving my money, vac vacation time, and other resources 
to run for office in 2025. The majority of races were uncontested in 2021. This has to change. Juan, this is my point, right? A lot of people tell me, they say, Larry, I'm tired of the same guys who keep winning. Well, how are you going to lose if no one's running against you? And why would someone run against you if they know they're so gerrymandered that they would never be able to win? And that's the entire point. Juan, you're right. right? You are taking the time out of your day. You are taking the time from your family, from your friends, from your work, from your profession. So you can go run for office? Amazing. Imagine if you took all that time, all that money, and all of a sudden they said, oh, yeah, just kidding. You can't be on a ballot. Now, have a nice day. That happened to Jonathan. It happened to me. I raised $400,000 in 2022 to try to get on the ballot. The Republicans and, and conservatives spent six figures throwing me off the ballot. So I dropped all that money, all that time, all that energy, all those people, and the courts in New York State, shame on your, the courts here in New York State, said, yeah, no, you can't be on it. Even though I was a known quantity, people voted for me before in 2018. They know people wanted to vote for me, and they still threw me off the ballot. So yes, Juan, I'm so happy you're doing it. Please do it. And Frank says, go for it, Juan. Yes, absolutely. That's what we should be doing. Straight chill action says, tyrannical state. Yes, yes, but this is a system they made. And what's supposed to happen is the courts are supposed to check the legislative branch and the executive branch. The problem is they don't. And that's why we have tyranny. To use this point, we have kangaroo courts, not real courts. Am I wrong? Do you like our courts? 585-346-3000. Shortway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. Back with your calls and your chat after the break. Introducing a sobering and unavoidable truth. The latest advancements in artificial intelligence have made cyber attacks easier than ever before. Cyber criminals are relentlessly targeting your business right now, seeking the tiniest opening in your defenses to drain your accounts and steal sensitive data. Your finances and your customers' trust are on the line. Call the experts at Simple Tech Innovations now at 585-999-TECH to secure your business today. Don't wait until it's too late. Make the call today. 585-999-TECH. Avon Gun and Hunting Supply, a locally owned and operated gun shop here for your hunting needs. With changes in New York State laws, they'll work with you to fulfill your needs. Open from 10 a.m. Tuesday through Saturday, Avon Gun, East Main Street, next to Tompkins Community Bank. Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery has a great deal on Tuesdays. A large four-topping pizza for $18, regular or gluten-free. Call 226-9575. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery in Avon. 
1926, the Yavan Fire Department put an Aaron's Fox pumper into service. It now sits fully restored in a museum near Toronto. Avon has an opportunity to bring the Fox home for its 100th birthday for a fraction of its appraised value. The Aaron's Fox Full Circle Preservation Society needs your help. Look us up on Facebook or call 615-6463. Let's bring home the Fox. Sharpway Radio on the WYSL stations. Oh, yes, it is Larry Sharp. Here on Sharpway Radio, WYSL, Rochester, New York. So happy you are giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I have been talking about something that I really am so happy that you have taken seriously. Gerrymandering throughout the entire state and, by the way, throughout the entire country. Everywhere. And to be forward, parties, political parties, are not in the Constitution. Yeah. But they run everything. I'm going to grab a call if I could. I will grab Keith. How are you, sir? Your chatter, Valerie, is correct. We heard your voice the entire time on the radio. You were completely Ah, audible. There we go. Thank you for uh, that, my friend. It was said that because of Lee Zeldin's coattails, Thankfully, uh, districts uh, in New York that were Democrat flipped Republican, allowing our side to thankfully take back the House. Uh, Because I've given to her campaign uh, generously enough in the past, I get regular updates from Elise Stefanik, and she's already uh, raising harrowing tales of exactly what you're talking about, that twofold uh, we could lose districts here in yep. New York State back to the Dems and she needs more money because she's one of the top Republicans. Uh, please Keith and everyone else keep sending me the dough that you've sent me in the past. So she's number three. Uh, it works it works that way in both parties. Before I make my final comment, uh, when Kevin McCarthy was the speaker, he had his address at her headquarters in Glens Falls and now the same with Mike Jack. Johnson. So uh, the point is that something's got to be done with these districts. I heard one of the Republicans on the independent panel, and he sounded very wishy-washy. They did an interview with him in the media, Mm -hmm. and uh, I could see where a rhino like him would cave into Democrat demands that these districts be flipped. And in closing, it says to me that uh, Republicans are ever weak and the Dems, just because they show a united front, usually walk away with a wedding cake. And um, Well, the, let uh, me touch a couple of things you brought up, Keith. The first one I bring up is, I think you're right. I think the odds are very high Republicans do cave. I think that's true. And I think they're going to cave because Democrats dominate this state so much that any crumbs come from Democrats. So if you're a Republican operative here, a Republican anything here, and you want your crumbs, you're going to have to somehow bend to a Democrat. And that sucks. I think it's wrong, corrupt, but I still think you're correct. I wish you were wrong, but I think you are corrupt. You are right. I think that will probably happen. The second piece, if you remember last year when people were telling me, oh, Lee Zeldin did a great job. I said, no, he didn't. Redistricting did it. I said that off the bat. People thought I was crazy. Now, all of a sudden, Elise is saying I was right. 
Yet again, I was correct. If Elise, if I was wrong, Elise wouldn't be saying this. She'd be saying, oh, just give me money because we have better ideas or better policies or something. She's not. She's saying redistricting may get us. Yes, because that's how you got it in the first place. So it does validate what, I'm sa- what I was saying. And I remember people talking about it, and I was like, no, no. I'm telling the truth in this case because I'm not looking at it from a Republican or Democratic side. I'm looking at it from a generic side. And in this case, that's what actually happened. So, look, I'm not against people giving money to Elise Stefanik if you think she's the right person. She's number three in the party. If you're a Republican and you think it's the right answer, you should give her money. I agree. I'm just going back to Mike's point. It sh- she shouldn't be doing it fraudulently. She should be saying, hey, Keith, I'm Republican. Give me money because I'm going to push this or push that or fix this or fix that. Okay. But it shouldn't be with a story, if that makes any sense. Am I making sense, Keith? Yes. Uh, I'm very conservative. I'm concerned about her voting record. She's only uh, 70% conservative. In some ways, she's rhino, and she's heavily into the Trump camp. Uh, it, very closing here, if you want to show your more conservative side, you should go to conservatives who have passed, like Rush Limbaugh and the casino king, as he was called, Sheldon Edelman. Edelman left mm-hmm. behind a fortune of $33 billion. Why don't you go and get some of that money for yourself? Go and show them that libertarians are not closer to Dems than Republicans. Go to the Limbaugh and Edelman estates and get some of that big dough for yourself. Um, thank you. I think I will. I did Actually, before with you, Keith, I hadn't thought of it. I wish I had. All right, I have that, some phone calls to make this week. Go and get that large conservative money. Limbaugh left in the state of $600 million. Edelman, he was called the Casino King. No lie, in the state of $33 billion. Get that Jeez, big okay. conservative money for yourself. Writing this down now. I'm going to have my team call this week. I'm not even joking. I wish I was joking. I'm not. I will see. They want to write me a check. I'd love to have it. If I run again... I will need the money, that's for sure. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate it. So, look, I am not at all against people giving money to politicians. When I run, I want you to give me money. I'm not running now, so you don't have to give me money. But when you run, take money. I get it. The, The idea of you telling some story, that's a lie. Morgan saying, hey, stories, you know, are selling points. Agreed. When I said story, thank you for correcting me, Morgan. You're right. When I said story, I meant like a story you made up. That's what I meant. But no, you're right. You can tell a story as long as it's true, right? My problem was they told a story about Lee Zeldin being some great Republican, which he wasn't. He was a terrible candidate who just yelled at people. That's all he did. He just yelled, more cops, more cops. That's all he ever did was just yell that. That's not a good politician. That's just some guy who yells. And then he got all these... Seats, they told a lie. It wasn't because of him, it was because of gerrymandering. I brought that up, people laughed at me. Now all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, Larry, you were right. Yes, I was right. So let me grab the call if I can. Roger, how are you, sir? Hey, what's up, Larry? I'm going to say this real quick. So check it out. This is why we need to abolish all political parties. Mm. I am not saying gerrymandering would no longer exist. But party, partisan gerrymandering, gerrymandering would be gone. 
The only way this could happen is if we had the ability to collect signatures to qualify for our own amendments to be on the ballot for ratification into the New York State Constitution. If we had the oh, ability... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's walk down this first road. You went down two roads. First road. My, my pushback, if I may, with political parties is don't Americans under the First Amendment have the ability, the right to be able to get people together, to gather together for whatever reason they want. So a political party should be able to exist. I think the issue is political parties, their their primary shouldn't be paid for by the taxpayer and they should not be listed on the ballot. So if you're running uh, as one and I'm running as the other, only our names should be on the ballot, not our party. Can't we go to that level instead, Roger? Um, I guess that could be a compromise, but really no. Because let, let me just listen to this. Okay, there are nineteen. There, there are nineteen states where voters don't register under a party. Only the politicians okay. do. So it does not. It does not stop people from assembling over some type of common cause. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you don't need parties to assemble, right? So. Let me just say this. If we had the ability to pass our own laws and ratify our own amendments, we wouldn't have to depend on who gets into office anyway, because we could do it ourselves, which is why we must support Assemblyman Joshua Jensen and Senator Pamela Helmings A2932-S2290, an amendment to the New York State Constitution that would transform us into a citizen ballot initiative state for amendments and laws. All of this is a, a, this gerrymandering stuff. All of that yeah. is, a, is a product of representative democracy that has proven to be an absolute abject and utter failure. I am All right, like, let me com- touch a couple pieces. The first one is, I, you didn't bring up my most important piece of this, is that you could also veto and end laws. Again, veto and what laws? And end a law. You could actually just end a law. Yes, that part's important too. So I got to add that part to the whole thing. As always, Roger, I agree. I think it's a good idea. I just wanted to add the veto part. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I will see you all very soon.